All right. Good morning, everyone. Rob Kress here, functional pharmacist. Uh, Robert Corky Kress, so this is Coffee with Corky. Um, listen, I want to say Happy National Pharmacist Day. That's what today is, January 12th in the year 2020. And um, let's talk about this. So I guess this is out there for all pharmacists, for all people that want to know more about pharmacy. And especially for people who are interested going in the perception or those who are in the perception, perception, good morning, need more coffee, um, profession and aren't happy with it and are looking for a way out. So I've been a pharmacist since 1994. Um, not your typical pharmacist, by the way, I practice and often by the way I act. Uh, although... And, you know, pharmacy is one of these things where if you are a pharmacist, it might be a job that you're not happy with. Although the thing is, you can make it your own. And you've gone through a lot of schooling to do this. A lot of people feel stuck, especially in maybe a retail realm, because it's really not the best quality work out there, to be honest with you. Uh, it's high pressure. It's very stressful. And there's a lot of lack of gratification now. Um, as I said, I've been a pharmacist since 94. The reason I got into it, I was actually influenced by a family friend who owned his own pharmacy. And, you know, my main thing was, at the time at least, it was recession-proof, which isn't as much the case anymore. Um, there's, it's pharmacists have really saturated the market for sure with all the advent of pharma, like the increase in pharmacy schools. Um, and you could travel with it. So you could pretty much live where you want as long as you get licensed in that state, which is pretty cool. Uh, and you can make a good dime. Now that good dime, there's a ceiling on it generally. And, uh, I would say the pay rate for pharmacists have not almost doubled, but close to since I got out. Um, but it's, it still has a ceiling, not doubled, but you know, um, a, a good increase for sure. Now, in when I was going through pharmacy school, I was working in a, a local CVS pharmacy and I started working for them when I got out in 94 as a pharmacist. But it's kind of when like the drug pipelines really started churning, you know, uh, Prozac was new um, and things were getting a little crazy. I was in Philadelphia um, uh, outside in an area called Hapro, uh, if you ever heard of like the Willow Grove Mall, uh, but it's Montgomery County. And I commuted down to Temple University. That's where I went to my pharmacy school. But, and um, I mean, just people would be putting on meds left and right. And I saw it then because I wasn't really in line with a chemical based system, meaning I'm like, we're missing the root issue here. You know, we're not addressing it and we're just trying to cover things up. I saw this in pharmacy school. Like, like I just didn't, I wasn't congruent with the belief factors. Uh, and you know, you start seeing family dogs being put on Prozac and, you know, you can apparently see like people were just living, they were, uh, just living a high stress society. And it was really when things were churning that way. So I graduated in 94 and I immediately took the Michael and Leslie Tierra East West herb course. It was a correspondence course out of uh, Santa Cruz, California. So it's how I initially got my feet into natural medicine and went through traditional native American medicine, traditional Chinese medicine, as well as Ayurvedic medicine. So that was my first, you know, and I remember, um, doing a lot of things in my kitchen, making my ginger tea, if I was feeling a little ill, uh, Kind of all that. It was very interesting. I lived in Doylestown at the time in Bucks County, which is a great little area. Uh, and it was just kind of funny to implement all this in. It was a neat time. So got fed up with the lick, stick, and pour and the high volume out there. You know, we're just, it was, the idea was, it was just, okay, you've got a side effect to a drug. 
let's add you another drive, you know? So packed up the things, packed up the dog, all our worldly possessions, put them in the back of a trailer and headed west. The goal was Washington State because at the time, like right now you can transfer anytime you want, like on a monthly basis or whatever to any other state. And it's fairly easy. Uh, California and farmers and Florida make it a little, it's a little more difficult. You got to take special exams. Um, and at the time, I think Washington State was one of the few only ones you can do it on a monthly basis. I think everyone else was like six months or something like that. And grunge was huge, right? Big fan of Pearl Jam at the time. Certainly Nirvana. Kirk Cobain passed the Kirk Cobain passed the year before. Uh, and everything was pointing to Seattle, which is very interesting. I mean, Frasier, right? The TV show. So we're like, let's go there. And I happened to be licensed in Wyoming because we vacationed there the year prior. And, you know, friends lived uh, in Jackson Hole. So went to visit them while I also flew into Casper to take the exam. Passed it, so I was licensed there. So we're like on the road for a few months. It was awesome. Just camping through the West. Never studied for the law exam in Washington. Sat for it, and I failed. Um, although when I sat there, I sat next to this gal who told me about a job open in Jackson, Wyoming. So I immediately got on the phone with that. Didn't know I felt it took, I think, about two weeks or a week to find out. And that was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, we left the East with very little safety net. And the amazing thing is it's proven that you'll always fall on your feet and the safety net will appear. So if you ever find yourself in such a, a position, a situation, recognize, trust. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. So I got the job in Jackson, Wyoming. I still went back to Washington State. We were driving back and forth, uh, camping in the Cascade National Park. Um, it was just, it was beautiful. Or not Cascade, um, Cowlitz River down from uh, Mount Rainier. Sorry, kidding. it wasn't Cascade National Park. Uh, but then went to Jacksonville, got the job. So started there in like October. So got our roots there. And we were there for the better part of a decade, about nine years. And it was an amazing time. Um, actually made real good money. Uh, was able to snowboard a lot. Did a lot of traveling. You know, um, I was basically working to fund a fun lifestyle. Uh, traveling through the Caribbean, traveling through Costa Rica. Did a lot of travels through the West. Um, probably didn't come back to see the family as much as we should have. Um, but then there was a time it was just time to leave. And it seemed like we we're always looking. So now this is what pharmacy afforded me, right? So got licensed in North Carolina, uh, moved to Asheville. Pretty cool. Didn't really work out for the year, though. We were there for a year. Came back to Michigan. And during this whole time, like when I was in Jackson Hole, once again, like in 95, I swore I'd be out of the practice of pharmacy by the year 2000. Didn't hold that pack to myself because I, I just enjoyed my lifestyle. And then I also enjoyed the pharmacy could afford me. But then I started implementing a functional approach before it was called functional. So got into I got uh, certified in Reiki one and two out in Jackson Hole. I uh, started to revisit my interest in natural medicine and herbs. There was a Wind River, Wind River Herbs. Try to bring them in the pharmacy. Albertsons wouldn't have it. Um, I got turned on to compounding by an intern of mine who went to PCCA as she was going through pharmacy school. So I kind of got that bug in my ear. So then, uh, got to Asheville and met my friends at nature's pharmacy, uh, developed a friendship there and saw what you could really do. You know, they had this cool little natural pharmacy. It was called nature's pharmacy. They did compound and they didn't do conventional medications, maybe a few, like some thyroid and stuff, 
that kind of fell in line with their practice, but did a lot of natural medicine. So they turned me onto the wholesalers and everything. So then I ended up here in Michigan, right? Southwest Michigan. And to my defense, I've only visited here in the summertime when it was uh, sunny, beautiful beaches and all that stuff. Moved here in January where the day before was eaten out at a pizza joint. It was a magic mushroom in Asheville. It was like 60 some degrees. Came here in the midst of a snow and ice storm. It was frigid. It was cold. And once again, kind of did another move without a huge safety net. Moved here, started working for Walgreens. Wanted to put my own pharmacy together. So put it up together off the beaten path in the high rent district right down from the beach. And it said nutritional pharmacy. And uh, that's where I enhanced my path. So I got my certification in clinical nutrition, became certified in auricular acupuncture, started doing more speeches, more talking. Um, and it was a competent pharmacy, uh, ran my own nutritional clinic, um, got certified in kinesiology, muscle testing. Uh, so things really started to blossom in it. And it was fun. We had a good time. We were there for about four years. So this is what you could do with pharmacy, right? There's oh, I just, this is my path just to share with you. So then I sold it in four years. A competitor came to town two years after I opened and they weren't able to touch us. They built insurance and everything. I didn't do any of that, but I was kind of tired of being there all the time. And it, it certainly didn't grow where you would call it a major success, but I had doctors in there. It turned into a little like a wellness clinic, which was kind of cool, but I kind of felt trapped. So I sold and then I got turned on by someone I, I did some part-time work with, a pharmacy, his son, where it was called uh, virtual pharmacy, where it was just doing work for the VA. But it was weird because it was nighttime hours. So I found myself working like overnight, like up till four in the morning at times. It was just exhausting. It wasn't healthy. Although I was working out of my own home, I was making good money again, right? So then that left me twice, actually. It went away. I got back working part-time pharmacy, started my marketing to other independent pharmacists, bringing them into functional pharmacy. Remember, functionalpharmacy.com, uh, which was really exciting. And then I started working part-time for a little bit for a local uh, retailer chain. Um, but so this is my path. This is the options that you can have. Where I am now, I educate pharmacists. I train pharmacies, pharmacists in tech on natural medicine, on functional medicine, and I absolutely love it. It's absolutely rewarding. I work with patients, uh, clients to help enhance their life. I've gotten more, I've got my certification and I'm a yoga teacher trainer now as well. So I implement physical medicine into the process, certainly mind-body medicine. Next podcast, how about I talk about my path in that? Uh, but so with it, happy National Pharmacist Day. Uh, the reality of retail, it's changing dramatically. You know, I just uh, left my job with a local um, regional supermarket. Its name was Martin's, and they got bought out by Spartan Nash, um, which things changed dramatically. Martin's was wonderful. It was a great way. Uh, it was the... They allowed me to do my natural medicine in there and bring it in, and it was quite successful for them. Actually, my district manager even got a reward for what he was doing with it. But since we've been bought out, it's like the CBD was next to trying to push out my uh, nutritional uh, supplements, um, and it's just we didn't link anymore. So I'm at that stage again, which what am I going to do with pharmacy? And I'm enhancing what I do with my educational platform, working with people and enhancement of coaching right now to help optimize 
and peak performance. That's where this is right now. I mean, I'm a 49-year-old dude and um, pretty healthy, feeling great, and this is something we can share with others. So it's kind of exciting. So the reality retail, it, it's dramatically changing. It's something you can always use for a crutch, but understand you can take it beyond that. We've got the reality of the pharmacy benefit managers, the PBMs coming in between, um, taking more money away from pharmacies, cutting that. I mean, right now it's 2020 and our economy is booming. The one sector that's having so much trouble is retail pharmacy because the insurance companies and the PBMs are just choking them. It's 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 you've got to diversify or you're going to die. You've got to find areas of pharmacy where it's not insurance based. And that's where the practice of functional pharmacy comes in. So go to functionalpharmacy.com if you're interested in pharmacy. If you're a pharmacist, it will help you out. I promise. Reach out to me. Functionalpharmacy at gmail.com. So where are the trends going? The trends are going to health wellness. People are realizing this um, prescription paradigm, they've been realizing it for a long time, is not the success, is not what's happening. People are tired of the merry-go-round. They're tired of function, of polypharmacy. They're tired of the just, you know, okay, that didn't work. Try this medication. People want health. They want longevity. They want to feel vibrant. They want to feel free. People are having more expendable income right now. So, I mean, I expanded my functional pharmacy practice when we were in a recession. Okay. Right now it's ever so much more opportunistic. It's, it's awesome. And you know what? You can find it a real gratification with your career. So, you know, this goes out to not just people interested in pharmacy. I mean, think about, oh, I also got my certification in primal health. So, you know, these are things that you can implement if you're in any area of healthcare or whatever, look at healthcare coaching, look how that's expanded. So anyway, I think I'm done for right now. That's my talk. That's my Periscope. That's my podcast. Robert Corky Crest, Coffee with Corky. And remember, morning, handsome. Um, uh, I had another one that was uh, Courage is Contagious. <laughs> I don't know how that one got in my hand. Uh, but I hope you have an awesome day. Happy National Pharmacist Day. And I'll talk to you later.